Hello, and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money and work less so you can enjoy having your ideal business and ideal life. And Backrack here. Today, we have a very special guest with us who can help us bring our vision for what we ultimately want in business and in life into reality. Heather Hansen O'Neill is an international keynote speaker, a behavioral expert, and author of Find Your Fire and Teams on Fire. She's also the co-author of the new Amazon bestseller, Where's the Office? Moving today's leaders from what is to what can be. She stimulates vibrant energy, focus, and action for those who want to collaborate effectively, lead change, and achieve massive results. Welcome, Heather. I really appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Anne. It's a pleasure to be here with you. You know, I like to just jump right in. So <laughs> I want to get, get to the meat of what we're going to be talking about. You got it. Tell us about the blocks that keep business owners from moving from what is to what can be. Mm. Okay, well, <laughs> there can be quite a few, so I will give you an overview and see if any of them resonate with some of our listeners here today. So there are, we'll call them beliefs, it could be judgments, assumptions, fears, uh, something that we hold on to. A lot of these things can keep us from getting to where we want to go, but we may see them as fact, we may see them as just a, a part of us. We may not even realize that they're there because they're under the surface. They're the, they're the things that we believe to be true that guide our decisions, that guide our actions. And so I spend a lot of time working with people to help them uncover this, to help them become more aware, more conscious of the fact that these beliefs and judgments are guiding them. Now, not all of them are bad, so we don't wanna call all of them as a block or a barrier, but some of them are. And to become aware of them is really, really important because as soon as we do, as soon as we become conscious of some of the beliefs that aren't serving us, that's when we can consciously choose whether we want to move forward with them or without them. Are we letting them go, releasing them, and choosing a more powerful, empowering belief? Or are we gonna hold on to them because it's working for us? So there's a, there's a lot of different ones, a lot of different ways we can go with this. So I'll come back to you now with what, where else do you wanna go with this? I, I'd be curious at what maybe some of the most important Mm. Um, blocks or beliefs that you find yeah. in working with people as the most kind of common ones, I guess, that sure. that hold us back. And then we can do a deeper dive, I think, from there, if we can just get maybe what do you see the most of? Okay. Well, I see a lot of the same ones. So, you know, we're, we're all individuals and we all have our variations, but there definitely is a pattern. There is definitely a commonality. And so some of the ones that come up a lot are, um, I don't have enough education, or it could be I, I have too much education, or I 
don't I think that sales are bad that if I am in sales that I'm trying to convince somebody of something or people don't want to hear from me they don't want uh, to, to get a call from me asking them for something or you know money doesn't grow on trees or there's not enough hours in the day I, I can't start that project until it's perfect um, I'm too tall I'm too short I have you know there's a million things that people come up with that they hold on to as if it's truth when we look at it when we become conscious of it we can ask certain questions to decide if it really is truth or if it is a, a limiting belief that is blocking us that is keeping us and so you know especially if you're talking to people I happen to do a lot of work in the sales arena with sales leaders or with executives and so they've elevated these beliefs to a whole new um, stratosphere because they're so successful right so it's it's fascinating to work with people that have done such an amazing job of muscling through and and taking action but still yet have the the lingering underlying belief that they're an imposter or that they they're they're not in some capacity enough oh I'm not good at numbers or I'm not good at this or I'm not organized because somewhere along the way someone told them that they were it is amazing I mean I hear a lot of times some of the ones that you mentioned from yes. my clients you know I don't want to be too salesy or they're gonna think I'm too salesy and mm -hmm. you know therefore they don't they don't want to they have call reluctance because they don't want to pick up the phone because they think oh they're gonna think I'm salesy and yes. that just you know for me just boggles my mind I the other one that that drives me crazy is you know I'm afraid they're not I'm afraid to charge what I'm really worth yes because you know people are gonna they're not gonna buy or they're gonna think that's too much <laughs> you know then, what Anne? I'm gonna take that a step further because that one is huge and I'm so glad that you brought it up there's that element like you mentioned I don't want to charge what I'm worth because they don't think that they're going to get it but then there's the deeper more subconscious one is that they don't believe that they're worth it I think you're right on and a lot of times I'll ask them do you think you know you're not worth you know what you're actually charging and they say, well no I believe I am and it always makes me wonder really <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know what the way forward to, to help some of these clients is is literally to ask a couple of questions to get them to figure out where it came from and if it's serving them the other one that really revolves around the value to me anyway is also in reference to you know asking for referrals or introductions to other people that could use the service mm -hmm. so they're again they're always afraid to ask or even if they do get enough you know energy or gumption up to ask it's like oh that would be really great if I just got one and I said well couldn't more than one people use your products and services and get value from that what I'd like I, to talk about is just basically, you know, how do we know, let's do a deeper dive into this. How do we know which, which one of these judgments or assumptions or fears or belief are actually holding us back? And then what are the questions that we really can ask ourselves to dig ourselves out of mm. that way of thinking? You know, I, I think that once I give you the three questions, which I'm about to do, um, that it really helps 
to illuminate for people what they, what's been guiding them and why it's okay to let it go. But before I do, you know, I just want to come back to what you were talking about, about, um, you know, these, these beliefs about value. And when it's in, in today's world with virtual things happening or adaptations to what's going on in the world, you know, I hear a lot of, well, I can't sell virtually. So I'm just not even going to try because my business is an in-person kind of business. Or I hear things like what you brought up and that is, you know, I can't, I can't call that person or I can't um, reach out to connect with that person. They wouldn't want to hear from me because there is a perception that that person um, is further along the journey or more famous or more whatever than they are. But I will tell you that in this environment, it is opening everyone. It's breaking down the walls so that you literally can ask for those referrals. You can reach out to people that you've always wanted to talk to and they are much more open to those conversations you'd be amazed who I've talked to and just simply by asking and I know that you do that too absolutely I mm -hmm. think people are, are just not really paying attention or they have that old record playing in their head that they just can't seem to get out of their head Yes, so. yes. And then I, I don't mean to put you off or have anyone be wondering, wait a minute, is she ever going to get back to those questions? So the questions actually comes back to that record player, that what you just mentioned is that we have these beliefs, these judgments, these assumptions that are playing over and over again in our head and that cause us to not take a certain action or to not make a certain decision. So here's what you want to do. You want to first reduce the distractions around you, come back to yourself so that you're not, um, you're fully present with this process. And then when you find, when you pull out of you that what you believe to be a truth, right? When you pull it out of you and you say, you know what, I believe this and this is why I'm not moving forward. You have to ask first, is this true? <laughs> is this belief actually true? And I'll give you an example. So I had one that was um, there aren't enough hours in the day. I just can't get everything done because there aren't enough hours in the day. And so when I asked myself, is this true? I had to reply, you know what? It's not true because everyone has the same number of hours. And some people are really stressed out and other people are extremely successful. So what what is it really? What is true? The truth is it has nothing to do with the hours in the day. It has to do with how I prioritized. So the first question is, is this belief true? The second question, is it mine? And I will tell you, this one has blown a lot of people away. They may say, oh, yes, this is mine. But when you ask again, no, 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 really, is this mine or was it given to me from someone else? Was it passed down? from generation to generation? Was it given to me by a, a coach or a peer or the media? And when we ask that, it's very illuminating. In addition to that, the other uh, third one is, 
is it serving me? Is this belief serving me? And so if you have answered no <laughs> to any of those three questions, then it's time to ask, okay, what do I do now? If this belief isn't true, it's not mine, it's not serving me, it's time for me to let it go. And then we replace it with a new one. So very cool. I'm really into this. I love this because most of the time, I mean, you know, you hear people talking about, and I hear this all the time, like I'm sure you do as well. Oh, I'm not good at this or I can't do that. And it's like they're just repeating and, and affirming the fact that they can't do that and they're not good at that. <laughs> they're never going to get out of that cycle unless they ask these questions of themselves. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So is there anything else that you could tell us more about how we can really become conscious of therefore then releasing the limiting beliefs that we have or that old record that keeps playing to help us actually increase confidence to help us be more successful? Yes. You know, sometimes these beliefs and these these judgments are very deep. And we need an external source, somebody that can help us by being this non-biased person who can help talk us through this and, and ask additional questions. Somebody like you, someone like me, someone who is um, who can coach you through because they're not so close to it. You know, if you like when you're you're having a discussion with a family member about a family dynamic they're really close to it and if you are having a discussion with yourself about some of these beliefs that you've held on to for 40 years and they're so comforting it's like a it's like an old sweater that you put on and you just feel really comfortable um, but if you want to move forward from what is to what can be, you need to be willing to get uncomfortable. And sometimes it does require a conversation with someone who's not so close to it, who can say, you know what, I know you think that that belief is yours. And I know it seems like it may be serving you, but is it still serving you? Maybe it served you at some point in your past. But is it still really serving you? Or do you think that if you believed that you were capable of this, this, and this, what would happen for you? What would open up for you? You know, I believe that successful people are comfortable with being uncomfortable all the time. That's how they got to be successful. So I totally understand and agree with your comment about getting uncomfortable because it can make a difference for us in so many ways. It's so powerful. I mean, just the, the three questions that you ask, if you really sit down to answer those questions and then really release the ones that really aren't serving you, because most of them probably aren't, Mm -hmm. at least today, to move forward, because what got us to where we are today isn't always what's going to take us to ultimately where we want to be. How would we go about replacing some of those? You know, mm. for example, I want to I want I'm afraid to charge for my value or I'm afraid to ask for referrals. Or I'm afraid I'm too salesy or a lot of the other things that you talk about. What yeah. would be the replacement? How would we choose what the replacement would be? Well, 
I think this is an excellent, excellent question. So I'm going to I'm going to give you two different answers and they're not really different. For some people, you might want to start with the opposite of what you're currently believing if it's holding you back. Let's just try that one on for size, right? I don't want to be too salesy might be replaced with if I don't ask for the sale, I might be doing this person a disservice if I believe that what I have can help them, right? So we want to completely shift it in our mind to something that is very different. And then we try it on. We try it on for size. <laughs> and sometimes what you really want to focus on is what belief will open me to my full potential? What belief will create possibilities for me to achieve what can be? That, that movement from what is to what can be, the opportunities that are out there, the goals that I have, those big dreams. What would I have to believe? Who would I have to become in order to achieve that? And when you start with that, you can get creative, right? Because you've kind of externalized it first and then you bring it back in and say, okay, how does this feel? How does, how does this sit with me? And then there'll be, when you hit on it, when you hit on a good one, like the one that I just mentioned about sales, oh gosh, like a million years ago, I, I had to make a complete shift in my business by that very belief, shifting that very belief to understanding that I believe in what I'm selling and if I don't ask, I'm doing them a disservice. And once you do that, once you shift that, it, it makes it so much easier to pick up the phone, so much easier to ask that extra question, to say, well, what would we have to do in order to make this work for you? Because that seems like an, a, an of service question, right? So um, that's what I would say is I would say first start with the complete opposite of what hasn't been working for you. And then you can come closer to, to what your heart is screaming out. Oh, yeah, that one's good. Let's take that one because you get to choose. It doesn't have to be this set belief, but it has to be one that's going to work for you that fits with the truth, with it being yours and with it being able to serve you in reaching your goals. I love that. Just immediately, just do the opposite of what you're thinking. <laughs> <Remember> that. <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, it may seem simpler, easy, you know, to you, but I think that's brilliant uh, advice because I think that's usually, at least for the most people I hear saying these things, it's just, it's just definitely changing that. Just do the opposite of what you're thinking. Right. And right. I think that's just in itself so powerful. And I also love the fact that, hey, you're doing a disservice to people by not sharing something that could be of value to them. Mm -hmm. So I think those go back to your belief about what it is you're selling. Let's say you're in sales, right? And, and if you don't believe that you could make someone's life or business better by them, them having this, this product or service, then maybe you want to look into some other options because if you don't believe it's actually going to help someone, then then you need to look at that belief, right? Yeah, that's very true as well. Hey, if I don't <laughs> believe that I'm doing a disservice to people, but because it's, you know, of great value to them, then yeah, you might 
look for a different a perspective in a different job. That's that's for sure. I like that a lot. Are there any other tips that could help us in releasing or get rid getting rid of those limiting beliefs or lim beliefs that are holding us back? Mm. Well, I think first and foremost, you want to get to the place where you believe that you're worth achieving the what can be because then you're going to do this work, right? Then you're going to take the time to, to put the energy toward a higher level of consciousness. But you have to come back to, I am worthy. I am, I believe that I can make these changes. I believe that I can do something bigger or better or more impactful in the world. And, and if you don't, then you want to have different conversations first that will help you to release and recognize that not only do you deserve to live this more meaningful life, but the world deserves to have you doing it. For sure. I mean, we were all put on this earth to do something, some purpose. So mm -hmm. really just elaborating on that can be really powerful to helping us make that progress. Mm -hmm. What tips do you have that we could use right now to help us be even more successful by really igniting our inner fire? Thoughts on that? Mm. <laughs> Well, yeah, I have a little bit of a firebrand with my business. I, I've got a little bit of energy. So I would like to say that it's it's important if you the tips that I would give are to reconnect to what energizes you. Right. Because energy can be attractive or repellent. Right. And if you are currently in an energy where you're feeling um, negative or depleted or, you know, unsure, uncertain, you don't believe in yourself like we were talking about or you've got some judgments that you need to deal with, that energy that you're projecting out into the world is going to be one that repels people. So what you want to do, if you want to be more effective in your relationships with others, in your interactions in a, in a sales capacity, if you want to get better results, you want to come back to how can I fan the inner flame to create an energy that is attractive. And, and you have to recognize that in doing that, there are certain things like you want to take time to rejuvenate. You want to take time to um, stimulate your mind. You want to take time to move your body. You want to take time to reconnect with your purpose. You, you want to do the things that bring you joy because those joyful activities are expanding your ability to come from an attractive energy. And so those are the things that I would suggest if you want to show up in the world with an inner fire that gets people around you inspired and excited and wanting to be with you to 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 do what you're doing, to buy your product or service. Uh, there are ways that you can do that and you have to reconnect 
to what energizes you. And now that may be different from for each of you out there, but I would definitely look at it holistically. Be okay with taking time for you, taking time to um, do the things that are fun, that are joyful. We think, oh, I don't have time to do yoga. I don't have time to go outside for a walk in nature. You don't have time not to because that is what will energize you so that you want to pick up the phone, so that you are, when you do pick up the phone, that your voice sounds like someone that they want to talk to. Plus, it really makes you more productive. I mean, it, it really does. gives your it gives your you capacity to be at a hundred percent when you mm-hmm. recharge yourself, right? Yeah, you're at peak performance then, and you're in flow. Yeah, so doing some of these things to take time for yourself really does help in a lot of different ways. Yes. Yeah. And to, and to continue, you know, I will share uh, my co-author with the newest book, Where's the Office, is eight. Well, he's going to be on the eighth. He's going to be 93 years old and he is the most perpetually curious person that I know. And so I would put out there, too, not just for your body and your energy, but to continually strive to learn something new each day. Because that's going to keep you on the cutting edge of what you do. It will keep you stimulated and energized from a mental capacity as well. It also helps us just keep up. Mm -hmm. I mean, we as business owners, if we're not keeping up, we fall behind. Therefore, our business can significantly suffer as well. So always be learning and always be growing and curious are Mm -hmm. things that I think will help us also not only ignite the fire, but help us continue to move forward, make progress. Yes. So tell you have a new app out there. You you were just briefly telling me about earlier. So I'd love for you to share this app with everybody. Sure, sure. It's it's been kind of fun to go through the process of it. But I really like to be able to provide people with nuggets, with tips, which I know that you you really like as well, to provide inspiration on a more consistent basis. So I created this app so that they can go to it whenever they want to. It's not on my time schedule. It's on theirs, right? So it's called Get Fired Up. It's free. You just go to the app store and you get it on your phone. And it has videos for leadership, for sales. It has a great free quiz. All of it, it's all free. The quiz um, is wonderful for anyone who wants to learn more, to dive deeper into themselves, their unique gifts and skills, as well as what they might want to know about how they can adapt their behavior to be more effective in their interactions with other people. I would recommend that as well on there. So the app is Get Fired Up. So I'm going to recommend that we all get fired up. There you go. And and check out the app to really discover our fire style. And I'd just be curious. I can't wait to check it out myself and see. I have a sneaking suspicion. I know what yours is, but I want to wait and have you uh, let me know once you take it. I'll be looking forward to your feedback on that. That'll be exciting. Any other thoughts or comments that you'd like to share before we end? No, I just have enjoyed this conversation with you. I think you're doing wonderful things out there. And I just wanted to encourage all of the listeners to know that you have the capacity to move from what is to what can be. And so if you're not thrilled with what is, 
keep your mind open to the possibilities of what can be and remove any blocks and barriers as it relates to beliefs and judgments that have been keeping you from what can be because I know that you can. Right on. Let's get fired up, Heather. There you go. <laughs> My hope for our time together with Heather is that you got value and an idea or two or three even that will help you be even more successful professionally and personally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as it can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries and, of course, on accountabilitycoach.com. And if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute, which can also be found at accountabilitycoach.com, as well as on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And if you want even more from me, subscribe to my Proven Business Success Resources and Tips blog by going to accountabilitycoach.com forward slash blog and always aim for what you want each and every day until next time make it a great day today and every day I appreciate you listening and oh by the way if you're getting value from any of my podcasts please take a minute to leave me a rating and review I'd really appreciate it and always love to hear from you